Opinions expressed on ACV Media are those of the content creators and should not be assumed to reflect product endorsements or the views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. The holidays are just around the corner, and it's time to be thinking about getting those perfect gifts for family, friends, or maybe even for yourself. We have the perfect opportunity for you to take care of that shopping list and support ACB Media at the same time. It's the ACB Media Holiday Auction. Join us on Sunday, November 27th at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific Time, on Zoom or on ACB Media. You can bid on great, unique items like handmade crafts, collectibles, technology, and food including those wonderful baked goods and a whole lot more. If you want to get a jump start on things, the Sneak-A-Peak Appetizer Auction is also back this year on November 25th and 26th. Watch your email for more details or contact Leslie Spoon. Her email address is lesliespoon at cfl.rr.com. We'll see you Sunday, November the 27th at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific at the ACB Media Holiday Auction. Happy bidding! The 2022 Audio Description Awards Gala will premiere on November 29 at 7.30 Eastern. In recent years, there has been enormous success in expanding audio description for audiences who are blind, low vision, or who have other sensory disabilities that create barriers to full inclusion in the visual media. The Audio Description Awards Gala will celebrate the best of the best. Thomas Reed with Audio Description Voice Artist Navratiti Matos Alaveras will honor outstanding achievements in audio description in media and expand awareness of its benefits. Join us for this exciting event featuring special celebrity guests and celebrating audio description on www.adawardsgala.org, Pluto TV, and ACB Media 6. Join ACB for this special event and celebrate achievements in audio description in media. This is Sunday Edition with Anthony Corona. Every week here on ACB Media One, that's American Council of the Blind, Media One, and soon after on all your major podcast catchers. Each week we'll dive into the news, human interest, and discussions about the issues surrounding all of us in and out of the American Council of the Blind community. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Sunday Edition. I'm your host, Anthony Corona, here as always with executive producer, sidekick extraordinaire, Hey, Byron. Hey, good afternoon, everybody. <laughs> and joining us again is Miss Sheila Young doing the hosting channel thing. And we've got Jane taking care of Clubhouse. Hey, ladies. Hi, Anthony. Hi, Byron. Hi, everybody. Hope everybody had a wonderful Thanksgiving. I absolutely agree. And, you know, I got to host with Terry Pacheco representing ACB Media, an hour of Friendsgiving. It was so much fun, but we had, I, I don't know if it was a surge or an actual full like outage for about 60 seconds. And it knocked me off. It took five minutes or so for the internet to come back up. So I got back on and they were like, we didn't know what happened to you. 
but all's well that ends well. And it was a really, I got to listen into a couple of, of minutes throughout the day of every, you know, of each hour. Um, we had a good number of guests here and um, it got really loud and, and quite fun. Um, so I snuck off to my room every couple of, you know, once an hour for a couple of minutes to hear what everybody was doing. And it was a really beautiful celebration. Um, we heard at the top of the hour the commercial for tonight's auction. Now, the sneaker peaks are, I think, closed, right? Didn't they, the last one closed at noon today? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they're closed. Um, I saw what my item went for. <laughs> and uh, some of these items, man, oh, man, oh, man. Some of these food items, they just, they, they, they rock my world. When I look at what people will pay for banana bread or fudge or homemade cookies, but um, I am really excited. There's a lot. If you guys haven't gone to ACB Media Channel 2 or seen the listing of descriptions on the email list, go check it out. There's going to be a lot of fun stuff tonight. As announced on karaoke, there will be um, the opportunity for someone to bid on having a karaoke theme night, either with a group of their friends or all by themselves. However, you know, that winning bid takes place. They'll have the next karaoke theme night in January. There's an opportunity for someone or a group of someones to host this show. Um, So, you know, those are among the exciting um, things that we will be looking forward to. I will definitely have some popcorn and probably a adult grape beverage (laughs) as Gabriel and I listen together. Uh, Byron, Sheila, Jane, you guys all going to listen in tonight? Actually, I'm hosting. That's <laughs> right. Host. Yes, you are. <laughs> <laughs> so I think I'll be there. <laughs> I might have yeah. to put a bug in somebody's ear to uh, bid for a couple of things for me. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I, I love all of the combinations, but I say this every time. There's something about Zelda. It's like totally QVC. And the fabulous tote bag complains, uh, contains, and the way she reads things off, I just feel like, oh my God, she should be running QVC. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, we've got a lot to get to. Um, This first hour is all about holiday announcements and what you're thankful for. So if you're out there listening, grab that Clubhouse link or the Zoom link off of the ACB community email list. And come join us. Tell us what your chapters or states or whatever is doing for the holidays. Um, or come and join us and tell us what you've been thankful for over these last four beautiful, thankful Thanksgiving extended holiday days. Um, I do want to let everyone know, we haven't worked out the details yet, but the audio immersive Christmas Carol, that Sunday edition and Chainsaw Productions offered up last year is in the works again. You will have the opportunity to sit with loved ones or by yourself or with your favorite niece or nephew or child or grandchild and listen to a beautifully done version of Christmas Carol. And it is fully audio immersive and like 365 sound and all that good stuff. So it's almost like, you know, you're at a play. I'm really looking forward to that. And I'm really, really excited if anybody was listening to Sunday edition when we were talking about the audio description, Nefertiti told us about Maggie Eggie. And Maggie Eggie is a blind egg in a, it's sort of, it's a children's cooking show um, that has animated elements to it. And so 
I thought that that was just something that was really, really cool. So Nefertiti put a bug in some of her colleagues' ears, and um, they'll be joining us on Sunday edition. I believe it is on the 12th, um, and we'll get to know some of the other characters and talk about representation in media some more and how cool it is to have a little blind egg named Meggy Eggy. <laughs> Are you talking about Sunday edition? That would be yes. the 11th. The 11th. Okay, thank mm -hmm. you. Mm -hmm. um, I love you, Sheila. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I think that's all my announcements. Byron, you got anything anything fun for us? I, I do. Yes. Uh, right. And I hear some uh, odd noises there in the background. Uh, <laughs> so um, my I do a radio show every week called The Fun Zone, and that's where I play uh, novelty records and stuff like that. And um, this week is Weird Al Day because um, the number 27 is one of Weird Al's uh, like numbers that shows up in a bunch of his songs and stuff. So every time 27 falls on a Sunday which is when my show is, we do Weird Al Day. And so uh, my roommate came up with an idea. Hey, since we just had Thanksgiving, why don't you do all Weird Al songs pertaining to food? Um, so that's what we'll be doing tonight is all food-related Weird Al songs. That's pretty awesome. Now, when is the movie out yet? Or when the movie is out? out? Yeah. So uh, the weird, weird, the Al Yankovic story uh, is available on the Roku channel, and uh, it came out on November fourth. And correct me if I'm wrong. I haven't had the opportunity to experience it yet. Is Daniel Radcliffe sort of playing? weird al in the movie he is and uh it's it's sort of surreal to see you know harry potter playing weird al um there was supposed to be audio description for that movie and uh so far as of yet it's not there um so no audio description but um there's there's quite a bit of dialogue um i would definitely watch it with someone who can describe to you some of the visual gags though the sight gags yeah yeah, yeah. And, and i Am I to understand there's a point where Weird Al plays a record executive and, and yes. sort of spoofs on himself and he does yeah, he I does he it. does show up as a, a cameo yeah it was very funny <laughs> awesome Sheila how about you anything interesting you want to shout out while we're here no nothing I mean our <laughs> chapters having their local Christmas party and you know some of our chapters are having their chapter parties but no nothing. I, I get Christmas Eve with my grandbabies, so life's good. That is awesome. And Sheila does Recipe Swap every other Wednesday at 7? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, 7 p.m. It, it is a really fun call. The regulars on that call are awesome, um, <laughs> and the recipes are awesome. So if you haven't had a chance to check it out, go check out Sheila Young's Recipe Swap. And it's Wednesday I, night, and holiday cookies is the topic. Oh, I've got a recipe <laughs> for you. Then oh, I guess good. I'll be there. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. I'm going to bring Janet Tickleman up first because I know she is squeezing us in during her very busy Sunday. Janet, welcome Hello, back. hello, hello. Thank you very much for having me. Yes, in between running to take Chrissy to the groomer today. That, that's, my, that's my Sunday. No Viking game today, so... And so Chrissy's getting her hair did. So yes, 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 she is. And nails and all that good stuff. So thank you for asking me to come again and offering time for affiliate 
to, to talk about their fundraisers. And, you know, we're all holiday auction um centric Friendly. at the moment <laughs> yes <laughs> and i agree with what you said about uh, those food items are amazingly prolific in their fundraising efforts i'm jeez i i just i'm so impressed with the generosity of our bidders and our donors it's just it's it's an ama- it's amazing i've been watching the uh appetizer auction because Sally of oh, Sally oh geez Leslie asked me to send them out to the convention announce list so I've been sending them out so of course I have to watch for items that I'm bidding on or items that were donated by people from my affiliate and it's just it's amazing but I'm here today to talk about ACB of Minnesota which fundraiser is way on a much smaller level than the ACB holiday auction but it's a fun fundraiser and we were able to extend it. I know um, Anthony graciously let me come on here a couple of weeks ago and we thought we were going to have to end the fundraiser sooner, but it actually is still running through tonight. So you still have a little bit of time if you'd like to order from Hayward Gourmet, which is a local uh, Wisconsin-based company. It's a family-owned company and they're very quick on sending out their items and you can either order online uh, by going to, and I'll give the information now and then I'll give it again at the end. But the online registration is www.hayward, so H A Y W A R D, gourmet, G O U R M E T, fundraising.com. And our group number is ACBM 11 2022. So that, or if you would like to just have someone assist you, you can call 612-227-3011 and Catalina, who um, will take care of your order for you, put it in for you. And the nice thing about this fundraiser is 50% of all sales go directly to ACBM. So that's a really great return for your fundraising. And the items are, I think, pretty reasonably priced. You can get flavored popcorn for $13 a bag, and it's a six-cup bag of uh, freshly popped popcorn. You know, it lasted me a day. No, it took me a few days to eat it, but it was <laughs> it was very good. And they have things like caramel, sea salt caramel, caramel apple, buffalo blue cheese, um, cheddar, white cheddar, cotton candy. No, I'm not so sure about that. Garlic Parmesan. Oh, I'm sorry. I forgot to turn my phone off. Big, uh, pickled popcorn, jalapeno popcorn, uh, butter blend, and my personal favorite Hayward mix, which is the cheddar and uh, caramel corn. So that is for $13. That's a really good deal. You can, you can also, oh, I just saw Lisa Brooks' message that their peppermint fudge is delicious. I know the Brooks has ordered, <laughs> and I'll get to that in a minute. Yes. And then they have some specialty popcorns, like dark chocolate, um, puppy chow, cheese lovers, uh, chocolate-covered cherry. And then they do have their fudge. And their fudge, 
again, as Lisa said, is delicious and it's $12. So it's very reasonable. Um, it's a half pound fudge and they have chocolate. They have chocolate walnut. They have maple nut, which is my personal favorite. The chocolate is my husband's. The mint chocolate swirl, uh, peanut butter, a vanilla, an orange cream, um, chocolate coconut and mm. raspberry. So they've got all kinds of good fudge flavors. And then they also have um, a, oh, birthday cake fudge, which I haven't tried yet, but I'd like to try that. And uh, vanilla walnut, or you can get saltwater taffy, which is kind of an unusual thing to purchase, $10 for a bag. And you can get, um, it's a half pound for five or a pound for 10. And um, you can get um, Green apple, orange, banana, grape, uh, watermelon, blue raspberry, cherry, just a whole variety, strawberry, um, all different kinds of saltwater taffy. So these are very easy. I like the saltwater taffy because they're nice stocking stuffers. The fudge yep. comes in a small enough thing that you could stick that in a good size, good enough size stocking also. I know there'll be some popcorn that's given out. Um, at my house that'll be under my Christmas tree so it's it's an easy fundraiser and again to order if you want to just call call 612-227-3011 or go to www.haywardgourmetfundraising.com and use group code ACBM112022 and what I'm grateful for, among many other things, is all of my ACB friends and the, just the privilege to get to know so many wonderful people. And, of course, to uh, help shepherd our ACB conference and convention. Well, I know we're all grateful for you and grateful that, you know, you're one of our forward faces. Well, you know, <laughs> I'm, I'm living experience. My, one of my that's right. with ACB was with you. Yeah, and you and and it didn't scare you off. <laughs> I'm surprised that I didn't scare you off. <laughs> well, I'm not saying you didn't, but you know, I didn't have any choice. I had to talk to you. <laughs> well, fifty percent, I think, is an amazing yeah, fundraising, you know, opportunity. So I really hope that if you guys and, out there, I um, appreciate. Little... We've gotten quite a few people from outside Minnesota who have ordered, and I really appreciate that. Thank you. Well, I hope we get a few more today if yes. you're out there and you need stocking stuffers. I got to tell you, growing up in, um, you know, in Staten Island, we were a Jersey Shore family and Atlantic City was was somewhere that we go at least once every summer. And the saltwater taffy. And yep. I'm going to place a quick little order and, and bring some down to Honduras and share it. This yeah, Christmas. I mean, it it really is. I mean, I've never gotten it right from the boardwalk in Atlantic City, but this really is good saltwater taffy if you like saltwater taffy. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Well, you give so, Chrissy a big, big hug and kiss from us. <laughs> I will, I will. And take care. Hi, Byron. Hi, Sheila. Hi, everybody else. And um, we'll talk to you later. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. And good All luck right. with your bidding tonight. I'm, I'm, I'm go <laughs> yes. I'm going off Zoom now, but I'll be listening. Bye. Okay, bye. <laughs> All right, folks, again, you know, last minute stocking stuffers. It's a really great cause. ACBM1122 is that code. And, um, you know, the information is um, uh, we will 
put it on the ACB conversation list when we're done here, just in case. All right, you can start throwing those hands up if you want to share some fundraisers, some holiday, anything, holiday programs that are coming up, or tell us what you're thankful for this holiday season. During our uh, hour of Friendsgiving, we also spoke about our most meaningful Christmas or holiday decorations. So if you want to chat a little about that too, come on in, put those hands up, Clubhouse, we're going to zoom over to you too. But I know I have two more scheduled. Um, Lori Scharf, I think I heard you come in. Please feel free to unmute and tell us about what's going on in New York. Yeah, Anthony, thank you for having me. And Absolutely. I am here to once again speak about the accessible pedestrian signals in New York City. Late Wednesday, we received notification that a town hall meeting will be occurring this coming Tuesday, the 29th. So I will now read you the notice. Um, and at points, I'm going to read the uh, website and email addresses and in the email addresses, I'm going to say period because DOT appears in the email address. So I figured it would be a little confusing. <laughs> okay. Thanks for the heads up. Yes. <laughs> Accessible pedestrian signal town hall, New York City Department of Transportation. The New York City Department of Transportation is in a multi-year project to install thousands of accessible pedestrian signals throughout the city, changing the streetscape for tens of thousands of New Yorkers. This is a historic upgrade effort ordered by a federal court. Attending, att I'm sorry, attend the town hall to hear about the current project and future plans and have your voice heard date and time, Tuesday, November 29th from 2 p.m. to 4 p.m. Location, session will be held online. Please join with this link, http colon slash slash bit period ly slash 3gr C four W K subject NYC DOT is hosting a town hall on accessible pedestrian signals to collect public feedback and provide an opportunity for Q and A. We encourage you to support to submit questions ahead of time to DOT's ADA coordinator. And the, web, the email address is APS at DOT period NYC period GOV. ASL and CART will be provided. We are also soliciting feedback from the public before this town hall session. For more information or to submit comments ahead of the meeting or to request additional accommodations or translation, please contact the ADA coordinator at APS at DOT period 
NYC period GOV or and this will be a phone number 929-441-9658 that's 929-441-9658 and there is a picture of an accessible pedestrian signal followed by the following text. APSs are devices affixed to pedestrian signal poles to assist blind or low vision pedestrians in crossing the street. APSs are wired to a pedestrian wired to a pedestrian pole and send audible and vibrotactile indications when pedestrians push a button installed at the crosswalk. And that concludes the announcement. Thank you, Anthony, for giving me the opportunity to spread the word. And I hope anybody interested in uh, this situation will definitely follow up and join us on Tuesday. Thank you. Absolutely. Before you go, I have a couple of comments. First and foremost, you know, congratulations. I know that this is something that you and the New York State um, affiliate were working on for a very long time. You've been here a couple of times updating us, and we really appreciate it. I think, first and foremost, it's, it's nice when we see our advocacy come to fruition. You know, I'm here in Florida now, but I'm a New York City boy, and, you know, we'll be back in New York sometime this spring, and I can't wait to see how many more of these are available. There are certain corners that I know um, really need them. Mm -hmm. <laughs> the 14th and Broadway. Oh, um, yes. <laughs> That's a tough intersection. Yeah. Um, but, you know, and secondly, I think for folks out there who are in the process of advocating in their areas, they can probably learn a lot just by listening in. So I hope you take advantage, listening out there. I hope you take advantage of the opportunity. And Lori, thank you for always updating us and letting us know. This information will be out on the list for people who probably will not remember the DOT period, GOV. <laughs> <laughs> I have to tell you, when I was, I read the message quickly with JAWS using speech. And then when I looked at it in Braille, I said, oh, that's really funny because JAWS pronounces the NYC in the email address as New York City. So if you were just listening, you would think it was actually written out as New York City. Who knew that JAWS was so smart? <laughs> it was quite you know, comical. Stop making de decisions for us. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> All right, well, stick around um, and, and listen you. in to the rest of the show. Thank you so much for coming. Yes, again. I will. Absolutely. All right. I believe I also heard Lynn Corral come in. Lynn, welcome back to Sunday Edition. Hello, Anthony. Hello. Yes. Your song uh, last night was beautiful. Oh, thank you. <laughs> yeah. It's uh, it was a Yiddish song. It's also a small one, but it's okay. Um, well, December 19th, um, in, you know, we're doing the Jewish Hour as usual on Monday at uh, 3 o'clock Eastern. And we're going to have something that <clears throat> that Tim Downey calls the December Dilemma. Now, I've never heard it, so I don't know what's gonna, what it's going to be, but he said he's done it before, so I'm looking forward to that. And uh, it's going to be talking about Hanukkah, since Hanukkah starts on the 
18th, uh, the night of the 18th. Um, so that's when it starts. And we'll be doing that on the 19th at the usual time, 3, 3, 3 uh, Eastern and 12 Pacific. All right. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much. All right, let's go to hands. Sheila, who do we have? You don't have any hands. All right. How about our friends in Clubhouse? Anybody want to come on stage and talk about what they're thankful for, any of their holiday fundraisers or events, or maybe even their most treasured holiday decoration? Um, we, don't, <laughs> we don't have anybody right now. Okay, we do have one in Zoom. All right. Musi, yeah. may I unmute? Am I unmuted? Yes, ma'am. Okay. I need you to explain Clubhouse to me. I, I'm, I'm new to these community calls and I'm not sure what that is. And also Pluto TV, could someone help me out? I'll be very thankful. I'll grab the Pluto. Jane, can you grab the Clubhouse question? Sure. Uh <laughs> I Clubhouse is a how do you explain this audio um um I guess driven a um audio driven social uh platform that okay. ACB and um other organizations and wow. people uh they they join what are called clubs and these are like i guess small uh, interest groups okay yes. right okay yeah. i think i understand okay and pluto tv huh it's i was just gonna say it's actually a lot of fun you'll get some really great recommendations when you go into actual club events um you know they kind of get to know what you're interested in and suggest things i i, I was on a club conversation with Debbie Gibson, who is someone that I, I follow, <laughs> you know, since I was a kid and, and still love that she's still making music. Anyway, Pluto oh, TV. Nice. Okay, I yeah. get it. Okay. Yeah, I actually spoke with Debbie Gibson herself. It was it was kind of cool. Um, mm -hmm. She's got a new holiday album out, if anybody's interested, but I digress. Um, Pluto TV is a streaming service uh, that has put in a lot of work to become accessible for our community. Um, you know, a lot of it is what they call back catalog, um, you know, shows from, from the 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, a lot of it isn't audio described because it's just not available in audio with audio description. But they've put a lot of work into making the platform itself very accessible. And mm -hmm. it is one of the places that you can experience the audio description gala. I know that it will be able to, it's not download, uh, you'll be able to stream it, uh, access mm -hmm. it from uh, the Pluto TV, I believe for about a month. Um, mm -hmm. But I, you know, I may be wrong on how long, but uh, if you can't, for some reason, watch it live at 7.30 on uh, Tuesday, mm -hmm. Tuesday, um, then you know, you'll be able to go to Pluto TV. You can also listen on ACB Media 1 and 6. Uh, it will be run on our YouTube channel as well. So there are plenty of opportunities. But I suggest I suggest at least trying out Pluto. Put it on your smartphone or on your smart TV mm -hmm. and, and play around with it. Maybe you want to watch old episodes of Maud. Maud, what a great show. <laughs> <laughs> All in the family. You know, that whole family yeah, I of, get, yeah, of okay. no uh -huh. shows. Yeah. All right. Okay, now, I love question. the karaoke. That, that's a brilliant auction item you have. I think 
that'll be, you know, really successful because there's a lot of talent out there. I think so too. I cannot take the credit for that. That is a uh, Cindy Mika, <laughs> oh. Cindy Mika special. Um, I will be bidding though. <laughs> uh-huh. I do love me my karaoke. And I just actually want to make a quick announcement for folks that have sent in um, their nominations for karaoke spotlight. We haven't discontinued it. We just put it on pause while we work out logistics and permissions and things. <laughs> so Cindy and the community, you know, as soon as they figure out the best way for us to present it, we will be, you know, presenting presenting um, a spotlight 45 second clip of, of some gory karaoke and allowing the person who recorded that song to kind of come on and talk a little bit about, you know, why they picked oh, the song okay. or how much fun uh-huh. it was recording. So, yeah. And Anthony, if I can just add something to one Clubhouse and two Pluto TV. Mm-hmm. Clubhouse is an app see that you have okay. to download to your smart device it has to okay. be either on your phone uh-huh. android or iphone or ipad and pluto tv if you go to your computer and you and you um sign up for the pluto tv.com you if you want to listen to tuesday night's event you will look for it under on demand not live so okay thank you Okay, um, it's a whole new world. <laughs> it sure is, and we are so happy that you're diving in with both feet. <laughs> one in Clubhouse and one in Pluto. <laughs> Thank you. Bye. Lisa. Right. Hey, welcome back, Lisa. Your song was awesome last night, too. Did you have fun recording that? I was scared, um, but I really had a lot of fun, yeah. <laughs> well welcome back to sunday edition thanks um i thought i would take advantage of this opportunity um to just mention a couple of arizona specific things so if you are in the phoenix and surrounding suburb areas uh, we are all getting together for our holiday dinner on december 10th at charleston's um which is in mesa at 1 p.m Um, So I would love to see people because we haven't actually gotten together for quite a while. I think this might be our first in-person event um, since COVID. So I hope a lot of people can make it. And also we've moved our Saturday um, for the Phoenix chapter or the central Arizona chapter, which is Phoenix and surrounding areas. Um, We've moved our meetings starting next year from the fourth Saturday of the month to Thursday evening. Um, so if anybody wants more information on any of those things, feel free to visit our website, which is azcb.org. Thanks, Anthony. Have a happy holiday, everybody. You too. You want to give us a sneak peek of one of the songs you might be working on for Christmas karaoke? (laughs) Um, I'm thinking about, I'll be home for Christmas. Um, (sighs) There's, there's a lot of ones I'm thinking about. I can't make up my mind. So, and I'm always open to suggestions. If anybody has any, um, that's really always really cool. So um, I think it'll be great. Every, there's so much talent in our ACB community that if, if you guys want holiday music, come every Saturday now until what, the end of the year, we're doing all Christmas stuff. I can't wait to hear what I you're going to do. Karaoke. I hope you do. Um, Oh, Holy Night again, because I think you did that last year at Open Mic Nighter, one of those, um, or maybe it was karaoke. I hope you do it again. 
It is. It is in the offings. Yes. And, and I decided to, to go a little campy. So two of my offings offerings, um, doing grandma got run over by a reindeer and Santa baby. I haven't awesome. picked the rest, but uh, those three are definitely already recorded and ready to go. <laughs> Very cool. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks again. All right, ladies, who's up next? Patty. Good afternoon, everybody. And just to let you know that I was in Clubhouse and did a request to speak, but was never, it was never recognized. Just to let you know, um, not a complaint, just something I thought you'd like to know. But I am grateful, of course, above all for the community because it has allowed me to find new things about myself and my other fellow ACB members and friends, what have you, that I didn't know. It's been a great year or so of discovery. I have discovered that I like to facilitate and thus have created two calls and we will be having holiday celebrations in the hospitality room and the free to be me room all month long. So just come on in and enjoy the festive season. And thank you to all of you for this amazing program. You do a great job. I don't often get to come, but no obligations today. So thanks and have a happy holiday season. Well, thank you so much. Don't run off so fast because I thought that your hour of Friendsgiving was awesome as well. Um, and one of the things that I noticed is that you spend a lot of time promoting others in the community, whether it be book releases or blogs. Um, so thank you for all that you do. It's, it's really nice when we support each other. Well, I do a lot of it um, just because, and I also have um, a... I kind of, the, <laughs> well, the IRS laughed me out of their office last year and said, you don't have a business, you have a project. Well, I went home and I thought, no, I have a program. And so I'm changing things up this year and it's a marketing program and you can work with me on how to best market yourself. And I do a specific kind of content promoting and it's a lot of fun this time of year. You can get really creative um, I encourage people to use whatever talent it is that gives them their passion, whether it be with the community or their business or their books or blogs, to use that talent to show what it is they're doing. So that's my, my little thing. And um, the holidays let you get really imaginative. Absolutely. How can they um, how can they find you or contact you? Oh, gosh. Um, well, the best way and the most appropriate thing for me to say on that here is that they and thank you for asking, by the way, they can go to Patty's Worlds, P-A-T-T-Y-S-W-O-R-L-D-S dot com. And we've just done a makeover there. It's all accessible. There are contact forms for anything you could want. So I hope to hear from you. Absolutely. And you know what? Give a little bit of puppy love to Blue. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> yes, indeed. Thank you for coming to Sunday Edition. You, really appreciate it. You're welcome. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. All right, ladies. Um, let's let's check Clubhouse real quick. I'm sure that um you you know you weren't deliberately overlooked. Um Sorry. we got <laughs> we have any we have any hands or uh, requests to come on stage? Um it's either my 
app that's not working this morning. Oh, and you raise hands, but if you have uh, raised hands, please uh, raise them up on. All right, we'll check back in in a little while, Sheila. How many, do we have any hands in the Zoom room? Uh-huh, Greg. All right, oh, is that Triple, triple G? Triple G. Yeah. Hey, it is Triple G, yes. Oh, man, I, we, we're interacting all over this week, Triple. Yes, yes, I've I've been uh, off of school and work, and um, yes, I am uh, calling from my new bed um, that I have my legs elevated because they're still hurting. They're still bothering me a little bit. So, um, so prayers for that. Um, but um, I just wanted to say that, um, first of all, in relation to that, and then I have one more quick plug, but I'm thankful because things could be so much worse. You know, there are so many people who have it so much worse than I do right now. And if I have to deal with a leg issue for, you know, three or four weeks, I'm just, I'm just so blessed that that's the only thing, you know, that I have to deal with. And um, it's just one of those things that, you know, will hopefully pass and hopefully I can be get back to, you know, um, school and work. I've been doing a little bit of school and work, um, you know, but, but hopefully I can get back to that. And so I'm just thankful because there are so many people that could have it worse. Um, and then my other little plug that I have, um, uh, Anthony, I don't know if you know this or not, but I'm, I'm recently um, on the board for ACB students, the students division of ACB. And um, we um, are having, we have been having monthly socials. And uh, two quick things I just want to say about our monthly socials. In December, we're having a Holidays Around the World open mic. And Anthony, you know, I love my open mics and Sheila, you know, you know, I love my open mic nights. And uh, so it's going to be from 3 to 4 p.m. Eastern on Sunday. Oh, uh, the first Sunday of December, um, December 4th. Thank you. Thank you. Uh -huh. um, and if you're a student, um, 18 to 90, you know, if you're a, a traditional, non-traditional um, want to be a student, you know, student of life, whatever, um, you are invited to this. Um, and um, if you have any more questions for me about it, you can email me. I'm the outreach director for ACB students. And you can email me at director1 at acbstudents.org. Now, if you know any <clears throat> students, we are looking to increase our membership. So we're thankful for the members that we do have. But if you know any students in high school or college, we'd love to have you on board with us. So again, it's director1 at acbstudents.org. You can contact me. And then in January, our social event is going to be how to get those internships. And, um, and we are going to be actually, um, we are actually going to be um, giving away um, AirPods that day um, for, for anyone who comes to the social. So on the call, we're going to be giving away AirPods. Um, and um, so we're very excited for that. Um, the calls will be, um, each of these calls, these social calls will be in the community schedule, but uh, 
remember the first Sunday of each month, ACB students. So, and again, that website is acbstudents.org, or you could email mm -hmm. me director one at acbstudents.org. All right. Well, Greg, first off, I am sure that there are many, many, many prayers coming your way, hoping that you feel better soon. Um, two things. Remember that uh, students is working with Calm in Florida. We do an electric youth and, and all of our scholarship winners are automatically given memberships to ECB students. And if you want to put together a program for Sunday edition that you can then have podcasted and use, um, I would welcome you guys back to, uh, you guys were on early on on Sunday edition three years ago, but um, I would welcome you guys back to do a program and you can use that in your marketing as well. I will talk to our president, Olivia O'Connell, and uh, see, and the rest of our board and see what I'm sure that there would be interest in that. So, yes. Absolutely. Well, have a great rest of your time off of school, and uh, I look forward to the holidays around the world. I'll definitely be there. Thank you, Anthony. Thank you. You're welcome. Have a good day. Bye-bye. Byron or Sheila, I heard a message from Lucy I, I, that she couldn't stay, but she wanted something announced. Can one yes, of you guys read that out? It's the community hall meeting, the next community hall meeting, and I didn't catch the date. Um, Byron, did you catch the date? It's December. Yeah. Uh, uh, let I me... think it was 3 p.m. Yeah, so I've got the message up here. Let me just zoom in so I can actually read it. Uh, so it says, uh, she wanted to, uh, announce the fourth ACB community town hall meeting on December 10th at 3 PM. Uh, this is to discuss the community zoom events only. So, uh, yeah, there you go. All and right, I'm sure we'll it'll see. be on the weekly schedule. Yes. And Lucy, thank you so much for bringing that to us. Sorry I didn't get to you before you had to go. Get, she, I think she said she was hosting something else. So, all right. We've got about 10 more minutes in this hour. Um, Sheila, who's up next? Uh, Terry Suarez. Oh, speaking of a devil. <laughs> I was just mentioning calm. But maybe you were here about get up and get moving. I don't know. What's up, Terry? Well, I'm here for everything, Anthony. First of all, I want to say I'm very grateful for our ACB organization. What an amazing group of people we have fostering our voices, choices, and community together. Um, again, just what Triple G said, um, it could always be worse. I'm very grateful being a Floridian, um, but I still know there are some of our members that don't have a home. Um, yeah. This was my first holiday without my dad. I know there's a lot of us that are having holidays for the first time with our loved ones, maybe not sitting at the table um, like we used to. And I think this year for me and my friends here is definitely change. I have a friend that he is a cancer warrior uh, fighting cancer. I have a friend who has a lot of change going on, starting a new job, moving into a new apartment, you know, really exciting stuff, and all of us in ACB. So, yes, change is definitely 2022. 
Um, yes. So we have a lot going on in calm. Um, it's definitely not going to be calm. <laughs> I'm so excited about working with you and Gabe. And thank you for being members of calm. And if anybody wants to learn more, we have our business meetings are on the first Monday of every month at 7 p.m. And you can email us at C-A-L-M-F-C-B at gmail.com if you're interested. And Sheila Young is our executive representative liaison to COM. So we're excited about that. But our electric youth, we are actually putting together an electric youth advisory board. Now this is a special group and I'm super excited that Florida Council of the Blind saw that being calm chapter of at-large members that we have over 67 counties that will be able to mentor and introduce Florida Council of the Blind to those that are under the age of 18 and get them and appreciate and mentor them to be future leaders. So I'm super excited. So Triple G, um, we'll be tapping on your shoulders to come join us. What do you think, Anthony? No, I absolutely think that's great. But, you know, we're not going to limit it to under 18. We're, that's going to be the primary focus. But what, like Greg said, whatever level of student you are, whatever, right. you know, trade school, college, school of life, it, you know, if, if you're a student of life, you're more than welcome to be part of Electric Youth. Definitely. Oh, no. I, I just said with the focus of getting the um, under 18 to learn how – um, American Council of the Blind and Florida Council of the Blind functions so yep. we can get those 16-year-olds instead of reaching out for a cigarette to reach out and push Zoom and go Zooming and, you know, give them different options of how they can express themselves. Grab that mic, go to open mic, um, go to karaoke, you know, and inspire them to build better habits, um, healthier habits, because as we all know, self-care is health care. Right, Triple G? <laughs> right, Anthony? Yes. And of course, we've got a lot of exciting stuff going on with Get Up and Get Moving. So hopefully you guys are um, looking at our Facebook page. And I, my favorite Christmas decorations are my inflatables. I have holiday inflatables. And because um, things going on with the family, I did not get to put up my 10 um, Halloween inflatables. But yesterday... Um, I went home and I started uh, Christmas decorations and I only have four inflatables up. Um, I have my unicorn. I have my um, hippopotamus. I have Santa, uh, a Christmas tree that's he's Christmas tree is only like five foot tall, a penguin and uh, Frosty the snowman. And I have two snowmen that are sitting around a campfire roasting marshmallows, but something happened and they deflated. So hopefully I'll be able to get home and, and fix that. But I haven't found, I have a Santa Claus that's over 18 foot tall. So wow. Hopefully well, everyone got to see my turkey. He's He was 14 feet tall. So um, inflatables, I love them. They're the ones that you plug in and then they just blow up and they're so much fun because you can go out and hug them and feel them and touch them. And they're just fun. That's awesome. Thank you for sharing. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Let's do a clubhouse check again real quick. Uh, uh, there are none right all now. All right. <laughs> well, to all listening in clubhouse, thank you for joining Sunday edition that way. 
We're looking forward to more Clubhouse participation in the coming months. Sheila, who else do we have hands-wise? Carrie Lynn. <gasps> Hi. Hello, everyone. Aloha, welcome. <laughs> <laughs> How was you guys Thanksgiving? We're so thankful here in Hawaii. Um, we were able to finally get back together for our annual thanks miss so it's a it's a mix of thanksgiving and christmas after two years of being apart and not being able to do that we were able to gather and partake in food fun games fellowship it was definitely an awesome time to see everyone again so we're thankful for um ACB and also the Hawaii Association of the Blind for just the community and all our friends and friends that have become family. We're just very thankful for that. Absolutely. And um, you guys participate in the auction quite nicely as well. Are you looking forward to uh, the furious bidding this evening? Yes, always looking um, forward to the furious um, bidding. So um, I know someone was mentioning, you know, we're spending the holidays not with um, some of our loved ones here. So, you know, just to put in a put in a plug for one of the auction items, um, our family donated um, a necklace in memory of my mother that always wore like different types of jewelry. So this particular jewelry is of the solar system. So it has all the planets and it's a 17 inch necklace so if you guys are interested in jewelry you know you're always welcome to bid on that and it's in memory of my mom that's beautiful thank you say hi to anthony and all of our wonderful hawaii brothers and sisters we will thank you thank you sheila who's up next calandra calandra maybe you know got to get that got it button um i would sign that <laughs> Um, first of all, I hope y'all had a happy Thanksgiving because I certainly did. I went to my church for Thanksgiving and uh, <clears throat> celebrated there. We had worship there and breakfast. Um, and then we had like a big dinner of turkey and ham and all the big things. But when I came back, I participated in the Friendsgiving call, and I think it was wonderful. I only did like four and maybe four and a half hours of it. Um, in between times, I got a chance to stop and wish my mom and dad and one of my friends and sister happy Thanksgiving. And I spent most of my time on LiveWire, and I don't, for those who don't know what that is, it's LiveWire.com, and it's like a chat line, but it's more than just a chat line. They have a whole lot of other stuff to do on there, such as movies, television, they have a media center, they have conferences that you can go to. And they're all over the phone, but the only thing is they're $14, which is reasonable. But if you want to try out, it's free. I can tell y'all more about that if you wish to have a number later on. And 
I'm looking forward to trying out that. What is that organization that has the 612 number? The ACB, um, M or something like that. I'm not sure what you mean, Calandra. It, it, oh, they she's have a talking luncheon? about the fundraiser with Minnesota. Oh, okay. Oh, with the popcorns and the fudge. Yes, give them a call and get some hot, some beautiful saltwater taffy. <laughs> beautiful. And I, as much as I love sweets, you know, I will be sitting into that. Is that area code ACB 1122 or something like that? ACBM 112022. Oh, do you have to use that code to get in? You use that code to get the de, to um, designate the funding for the fundraising, so they know you know where you're where you're coming, um, which organization you're fundraising for buying products for. All right, Kalinda, um, thank I, you for sharing. That. Have a great holiday season, Sheila. How many more hands do we have? None. None. Okay. Uh -uh. Well, then I think uh, this is a great time. We will be right back with Cheryl Cummings and Donna Brown, who are going to talk to us about the MAPS P program. Be right back after this jingle. Every Wednesday night, come listen to The Land of Aru, a show all about the award-winning high fantasy audio series, Carcerum. Join Anthony Corona in listening to an episode of Carcerum with 360-degree sound design, a completely original score, and find yourself in the middle of an adventure filled with monsters, sword fights, and magic. After the episode, listen as Anthony interviews cast and crew members about their careers and the amazing process of Carcerum. That's The Land of Aru every Wednesday night at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on ACB Media Stream 3. Presented on ACB Media 3 in association with Shane Salk Productions and Sunday Edition. Thank you for running that for us, Byron. Um, just a, a quick note about The Land of Aru. You can listen to any or all of the episodes if you go to go to carcerumtheseries.com and click in The Land of Aru. We had some com amazing conversations, uh, of course, with the lead actors and actresses on the project. Um, the writers, we had some famous folks like Piper Laurie and Bob Bergen, who is Porky Pig. Um, there's so many of them. I said Cameron Crowe already. Um, really, really, really great conversations. And if you're into fantasy, you know, sort of a Game of Thrones-ish kind of um, feel, it's 365 audio immersive. So, you know, it's like you're within the action. And these are the same folks that are gifting us with a Christmas carol again this year. So, like I said, stay tuned to see where that, where and when that will pop up. Well, I am very, very happy to welcome these two wonderful ladies back to Sunday Edition. Donna, Cheryl, welcome back. Thank you, Anthony. This is Donna. Thank you for having hey. us. Absolutely. Did she, was Cheryl I, able to make it? I think I saw her name. Cheryl, are you there? <laughs> can you hear me? And there we can. Oh, there we are. <laughs> yeah. Well, let's start off. Um, how were your Thanksgivings, and um, what are you thankful for this season? Uh, Go ahead, Donna. <laughs> okay. So I had a nice Thanksgiving. It was just my mother and one of my brothers. Uh, but I think 
one thing that I'm just really thankful for is just uh, good health, a family, friends, uh, just you said one thing, but, you know, they kind of all go together. <laughs> uh, so just I mean, I just am blessed with way more than I need. And, and I just thankful for that. <clears throat> So Cheryl, does turkey taste the same on the other side of the country? <laughs> <laughs> it does. Um, actually, Tim and I just had a quiet Thanksgiving, just the two of us. Um, but, uh, you know, as as Donna said, I'm so grateful. Um, my mom was in the hospital for a little while, and she's back home in Chicago, and she's doing much better. So I was grateful for that. And um, my brother who's there in Chicago to help my mom um, and then all, you know, friends here in Seattle who have made us feel so welcome. Um, so, and, and, you know, it's, it's, yeah, good health. Uh, and that our change to Seattle, I, we're, we're adjusting. So. <laughs> well, I am very, you know, proud that, you know, I tend, I'm your friend and tangentially get to experience, you know, celebrate in your success. And it's very brave to pick up and move across the country in, what was it, a span of three, four weeks? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so let's talk about maps. I have a question. And I may have missed an announcement somewhere. And if I did, I apologize. But Guides and Explorers, I know there was a contest to, to name um, the mentors and mentees. So where did Guides and Explorers come from? Um, I think it did come out of a contest. And I mean, in the sense that we um, talked initially about the name. And I know we came up with, we had Guide, because that is sort of an acronym that fits the program itself. It stands, and Donna, help me out here. It stands for guidance, understanding, intervention, uh, development, development, and empowerment. Yep. So we had that, but we weren't sure what we were going to call the mentees. And from one of our town hall meetings, the suggestion of Explorer came up. And um, I think maybe Zelda, I remember reading something from Zelda Gephardt, who sent in a, a really lovely description of why Explorer made, would, would be a good name. Um, and we thought, hey, that works, guides and explorers. Yeah, and I, uh, part of her, I think, if I remember correctly, you know, it's been a long time. <laughs> but I think uh, part of her, her, um, what she, her message was, you know, as, as, as a mentee, they're sort of still exploring maybe some of their strengths and weaknesses. They're exploring their role in, in ACB or their chapter or their affiliate or, or whatever. So that, that, that's kind of sort of where it came from. So I know along with, you know, the full work group slash committee, you guys put in a lot of work to make this a successful program and a lot of pre-planning and then sifting through applicants. And then you finally settled on the guides and explorers. So what are some of the activities that have happened thus far and how do you think it's going? You want to start, Cheryl? You want me to start? Yeah. Well, I'll I'll start. So okay. I think 
um, as you said, we really, when, you know, we announced the program, we really sort of talked through the criteria for selecting mentees and or uh, explorers and guides. Um, and then we had uh, orientation in September. We had one for guides and then a separate one for explorers. Uh, and we've sort of left it up to the guides and explorers at present um, to get together. Uh, we talked about, you know, requiring at least one meeting a month uh, and the meeting 45 minutes minimum. But, you know, people said, oh, we're going to take more time and <laughs> we're not going to stop you from, from doing that. Um, and so we created a monthly reporting form that guides have to complete. It's only got like five or six, six questions on it. Um, and so we've been getting uh, feedback from the guides that way. And actually, um, even before we had the orientation, and so far, I think this has been one of my favorite parts of, of this whole process. Um, about two weeks or, or a week, maybe I don't remember, before the, the um, guides orientation, we actually had uh, times where the guides met their explorers. They, they, they knew they were chosen as a guide, but they didn't know who their explorer was. And the explorer knew they were chosen as an explorer, but they didn't know who their guide was. So we actually set up like appointed times so the guide and the explorer, you know, were on Zoom at the same time with um, the, I think we were all pretty much on most of those, the whole yes. mentoring team. Yeah. And it was just, it was so neat for the guides and explorers to connect with each other. Um, so we had them in like 15 minute time slots and so it was just the guide and explorer team that that was on there, and um, it, it, I I just enjoyed that so much hearing them connect with each other, and um, some kind of knew each other a little bit, but not very well. And we're looking forward to you know uh, get to know each other well better. And anyway, I I that was one of my favorite parts so far. And people have been attending, or we've encouraged explorers, guides are not uh, mandated to do this, but we've encouraged explorers to attend, especially the uh, Burrell Coley Institute presentations and the um, presentations presented by the membership committees, because in for the membership committee, um, they have been doing, I think in October, um, they did a series of presentations on different affiliates, and we thought it was important that explorers sort of um, deepen or expand their knowledge of the special affiliates um, within ACB, and also the, Donna, you can probably speak more to this than I can, the different sort of trainings that the Burl Collie Institute have been presenting. Right. Well, I have a couple more questions. And one is definitely we are all looking forward to the announcements that will be coming of what leadership, the new um, iteration of what leadership weekend will be in Alexandria and D.C. this year. Will MAPS P have a presence there? I I, I, I don't know because I'm kind of like you. I'm a little not 
sure how it's all going to work out and how, you know, the layout of, of the whole thing. Um, however, I can say, um, I, I don't know about the leadership weekend, but I can say we will actually have uh, a sort of um, end of the year kind of thing at the ACB National Convention in Schaumburg, uh, where we'll have kind of like a uh, guide explorer tea time <laughs> where they can actually meet their each other in person if they hadn't already um and that's where we'll give out certificates and all that kind of thing um i hate to put you off about the leadership but i don't know exactly what it's going to look like either <laughs> <laughs> no I, I don't want to throw you and and you know i i'm i'm really excited about the energy around this every time there's something on the list you know, there's such positive feedback. And, and I even saw folks that had a, had applied for one or the other that weren't chosen this time around with congratulatory messages and stuff. So it's, it's really nice that the community, you know, at large, and not just the call structure, but just all of ACB is, is cheering this on. Um, what are some, what are some of the benefits that you, that you're feeling are coming out of it so far? So I think, um, and I'm basing this, I, I took a look at some of the responses, uh, the monthly reports. Um, I mean, I think we've got somebody who has identified a specific project that they want to work on, and the guide will be sort of mentoring the, pro the person on that. Um, we've had people who um, are, we, <clears throat> we identified a, a sort of a leadership book um, that we've encouraged our teams uh, to use. And um, some people are using that to help them sort of identify their specific goals. Um, and so I think those are some of the benefits that are emerging. I mean, I listened to the Paul Edwards show when um, the mentoring um, team was on there. And I heard somebody talk, one of our guides talk about just sort of her own sense of personal growth and sense of feeling really empowered to to sort of take on the role she has and also to get involved um, even more in in her um, special affiliate so I think it's it's having some some you know significant and positive impact um, one activity we we have coming up that, that we didn't mention early is uh is it next week i think it's yeah 10 week. days exactly yeah. from today <laughs> um the seventh the december 7th we're having a a check-in or a check-up uh meeting and um, we're really excited about that well, I, I would love to get the, some of the guides and explorers and some more members of the team, maybe close at a convention to come on Sunday edition and, and share some of their experiences. And I know that this was put out to the membership as a pilot program. Do we feel like this is something that is going to continue past this, you know, this iteration? That, that is definitely our intent. It is, and we called this a pilot program because it is the first time, and and you know we're still really learning, and I think 
just about everything the first time is kind of a pilot, <laughs> you know, <laughs> go around on, on whatever it might be. And so our, our intent is for it to continue. Uh, apparently in ACB for many, many, many years, leadership has been talking about a mentoring program. And um, I, I think we really have some, a good board support and, and, you know, board and officer support. Uh, so I think if we were to do once and done, I don't think that would go over real well. <laughs> that's that's uh, pretty, yep, I would pretty much agree with that. Do you want to shout out some of the other team members? So, um, yeah, Kenneth Simeon Senior, Senior is, we, we, we could kind of tell him that he's kind of our leader. He definitely keeps us on task, but he's just wonderful to work with. Um, that's been so much fun. Yeah. Um, and then our other team member is Donna Browning from Virginia. And we truly have been a team. We still continue to meet just about every Friday. Um, even though the program has started, we, we still meet and, you know, try to work things out that maybe are just little bumps in the road and, and that kind of thing. Uh, so we, and we still communicate, you know, as, as a, a team. So that it's been a, a fun group to work with. Awesome. Yeah. Is, there, is there anything that the state and special interest affiliates can do to support the guides and, and explorers or you folks, you know, as the, as the ultimate guides? <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I mean, I think one of the things that we sent out an email, and I don't know that we got any, like, solid responses, but we would love to, um, I mean, you know, part of, of what the purpose of the mentoring program is, is to increase participants, the explorer's knowledge of different affiliates within ACB and how they function. Um, and so, um, you know, we would love if affiliates um, have like special trainings or special activities or events that they want to extend an invite to our explorers and our guides to participate in that, that, uh, that they do that. Um, so that's, that's one way that, um, you know, we'd, we'd love to get the state committees and the uh, affiliates to 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 help us and awesome. certainly going forward to encourage you know members to apply whether it be for guides or explorers i know you know i encouraged one of my members to apply to be an explorer she didn't but you know i i think uh special even special interest affiliates you know can assist with that and you know going forward Absolutely. You know, BPI is, um, we already had our first program and if folks want to go to uh, Pride Connection and, and hear the the heart of that program, we're, we're putting on four um, lessons in advocacy from the LGBTQ community. And it's basically the successes that we've had and also the hurdles because the LGBTQ plus IA plus community is so varied. There's so many components of it. There's a lot of hurdles that had to be over, you know, that we had to come past to be able to unite together. And when you think about, you know, marriage equality and, and the advances in 
recognition of civil rights for our group, there's a lot of parallels that can be learned. So um, I'd like to extend an invitation to the mentors and uh, the guides and explorers. December 11th, I believe it is, but it's the second Monday. Um, oh, the at 12th. Yeah, 12th, that's the twelfth. <laughs> that's um, my seven-up call for Mountain State Council. That's the only reason I know that. <laughs> um, yeah, so at eight p.m. and the first program, like I said, which is running on Pride Connection, um, Eric Marcus of Making Gay History introduced us to six voices that we call our good troublemakers, um, and we'll be kind of dissecting what good trouble looks like in advocacy. And uh, this idea was brought by the amazing Miss Debbie Grubb. Um, and Gabriel, our outgoing president, and Leah, our incoming president, will, you know, round out that panel, but there will be a lot of interaction with our listeners. There wasn't a lot of time for cross-conversation after Eric's, you know, um, presentation. So this session is going to be, you know, talking about good trouble and what it, what it means for advocacy. So anybody out there listening, mark the date. December 12th. Thank you, Donna. Um, 8 p.m. <laughs> Watch those community call emails. <laughs> um, we're going to open it up for questions in a few minutes, but um, I wanted to ask, you know, when, when those mentors and mentees were finally put together and the work was, you know, finished as far as all the preparation was concerned, how much pride did you feel? We'll start with you, Cheryl. Oh, it was it was fantastic because, um, as Donna said, working with Kenneth and Donna and Donna is truly like a fantastic experience. Kenneth has all these like organizational skills, and the rest of us try to keep up with him to the best yeah. of our abilities. <laughs> <laughs> um, but but I mean, it was it was such a joy like every Friday to get together and to do this um, and to, to get to the point where, you know, we're beyond talk and we're really making it happen. Um, just, just like a deep sense of commitment and pride and just joy um, sort of working on this. Well, and, and the, the two orientations we had the one for the guides and the one for the explorers that just because they you know there was plenty of time for interaction on during those uh, meetings and that that just kind of really thought that this is real that this is in action now Um, it also makes me feel really good to hear prior leaders um, I you know, commend us for the work we've done. Not that I have to have pats on the back, but it really does make you proud to, you know, realize that something that has kind of been a dream or or whatever, a goal for ACB for so long has now finally, you know, happened. And so it, it just does give you a little bit of pride for that. And I remember looking over the list and thinking to myself, <clears throat> oh, excuse me, oh, intake, um, and thinking to myself, how diverse of, of a group of, of guides, of leaders, you know, got to, to you know, got through the rounds and, and are actual guides now, 
um, which you know is a wonderful thing because if it was all past board members or all past state presidents, it, you know, it, there's a beauty in diversity. I guess is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, yeah. You know, I was sitting thinking about it one day, and I I, I was thinking, you know, it really is a, a pretty diverse group. There are a couple of those guides that maybe aren't as well known in ACB. You don't hear their names as much and, or, you know, they, they were leaders in the past or leaders in special interest affiliates, but not in state affiliates or, and it, it, it is, I, I think it's what's going to help make the program work is the diversity in, in the guides. Absolutely. Um, any thoughts, Cheryl, before we start taking hands? Oh, no, I agree. I was just going to say, I mean, one of the one person that we haven't mentioned, he was also really instrumental in sort of shaping the program was Dan, because um, he joined us when we started uh, at the beginning talking about this, and was really, I think, helpful in, you know, uh, like guiding us to to think about like what sort of some of the real realistic parameters of the program so um and and i just appreciated his participation and then i don't know he just sort of like knew like oh i've done my part and then then he left us alone to do the rest of it so but but he was very encouraging along the way it's not like he totally you know uh, ran away. <laughs> oh no, um, no, no! He I, yeah. he was at both of our orientations with the guides and the explorers, and and spoke. Even though it was hard, he that was when he was really having trouble with his voice. Um, but I, we appreciated him, you know, being a part of that. And I think, if I remember correctly, he stayed for the entire time. I believe both times. Yeah, I think he did. Yeah, and and yeah. I think this this couldn't have happened with without his sort of support because I mean there's there's you know a lot of time we talk about sort of uh, grassroots um, influence and making change and that is absolutely important Um, but it also takes commitment from the leadership of an organization to facilitate change and so um, with Dan's commitment and involvement I think this, this, this is possible. Absolutely. You know, and it's, it's a mark of good leadership when, you know, you've done the inspiration and you've helped lay, you know, the foundation to, to say, you know what, now, you know, you, it's your time. It's your turn to shine. It's your time to enact what we've discussed and I'll be back so you can report in and then I'll be there to welcome the guides and, and explorers. So you know, it's it's also leadership in action. Seeing and hearing this, you know, can inspire the next set of guides and men, uh, um, guides and explorers, you know, to start thinking about applying for for the next round. And and that leading by example is also mentoring in its own way. All right, let's take a quick look at hands and clubhouse, Sheila. I'm not, I'm not clubhouse. Sorry, I'm it's me and there's <laughs> not right now, but um, yeah. 
All right. So you know what? If you can just gently break in and let us know if we if we get um somebody requesting from Clubhouse. Um, how about uh, Zoom hand, Sheila? We don't have any right now. All right. Well, if you're out there listening to the program and you have any questions or comments for the maps, ladies that are here, please follow either the Clubhouse link or the Zoom link and join us. Um, <laughs> let's branch out a little bit. I know, um, Cheryl, you are also the chairperson for Multicultural Affairs Committee. Um, we've seen a lot coming out from the Spanish sub, the Hispanic subcommittee. What else are you guys working on? Well, I think, you know, we just completed a focus call where we looked at, uh, uh, focused uh, Native American celebration, and we talked about a Native American story. Um, so we have, uh, uh, we're meeting on Monday, and I think we're going to be working on um, the celebration for Martin Luther King's birthday, um, and we're also working on um, something uh, Black History Month, and then again, we will be April Royal Forum will focus on issues around diversity. We haven't selected the theme for that issue as yet, but that's something we're working on. And we are truly appreciative of the work that the uh, Hispanic Affairs Subcommittee is doing. Um, I'm really excited to see a mission statement um, and that in recognition of the Hispanic Affairs Month in September and October, there was a Spanish karaoke I hope yes. we'll do that again. Um, uh, and uh, there was also this lovely event held with Ms. Uh, Sheila Young about, about uh, foods, Hispanic foods and recipes, and people participated in that. So there, there are lots of things. And more importantly, I want to say is that the Multicultural Affairs Committee is that we're really open to hearing from people. So if anybody has some ideas, about issues they think we really need to work on, you know, please feel free to get in touch with me. Um, one of the new things that we're going to have to focus on, I think, is that um, at the last uh, board meeting there, Dan shared some data around the breakdown uh, nationally. Yes. So we haven't had a chance to really get together and look through that data and talk about it and talk about how we're going to use it. But I think that was the sort of first step on, you know, what sort of changes can we promote that will be data-driven? Because it's, it's one thing, as you can imagine, Anthony, when you tell people that, um, yes, we're diverse, but not as diverse as we can be and should be. And um, and if you have numbers to sort of back up those statements, I think it helps you to um, focus on areas that- Absolutely. And I, I would love to see, you know, I'm, I'm so thrilled and, and proud of obviously, you know, Gabriel is, is my partner, <laughs> um, but I would love to see other um, groups come come up with focus calls or come up with ideas on how to celebrate their heritages. Um, you know, we do a great job with with um, you know Martin Luther King and and Black History Month, um, and and I know that there's going to be another karaoke at some point, have midway through, I think. 
you know, Lucy and Gabriel did an amazing job with that as well. But, you know, I'd love to see, you know, our AAPI folks, our, you know, our Indian folks, I, you know, there's so much that we can learn about each other. So Cheryl, what is the best contact information if, if, if folks would like to bring that to you? Um, I think, can I give out my email address? Yeah. Okay. So one is anybody who wants to talk to me, send me an email. It is um, C.S. Cummings, and Cummings is C-U-M-I-N-G-S at Comcast.net. So that's probably the best way to get in touch. Now, Donna, you're all over the place. Um, I guess I'll start with the walk. It was extremely successful. Again, um, you know, we we shouted out here on Sunday edition the winners, and, and we had some conversation about last minute, you know, that when the time period for donations were still open. Um, and of course, David Trott was on that talking about it. So tell us a little bit about the walk and, and what, what else you're working on. So the walk, for those who don't know, is a, a annual, basically it's an annual fundraiser, but it's a fundraiser for ACB and your affiliate or a committee. If you're a committee that has a, a budget, uh, then you can actually create a walk team. I know the audio description project, they they create a team. Um, and so half of the money, up to 50% of the monies you and your teammates raise can go back to your committee slash or affiliate. Uh, so since we implemented that program, I think it was around 2015, maybe, it, the walk really has been quite successful. It, it was successful before, but that kind of brought it up a, another notch um, because affiliates have seen the benefit from it. I know the the affiliate I belong to, Mountain State Council of the Blind, where you know it's West Virginia, very rural. I mean, very, and it's hard to have a statewide uh, affiliate fundraiser, and so that's kind of our big fundraiser. And we actually earmark a percentage of what we receive from that fundraiser to our scholarship committee. I mean, our scholarship fund and and our technology fund, and and so that I think has really benefited us. People are seeing where their money, their donations are going. Um, and I know the American Association of Blind Teachers has benefited from having a walk team. So, uh, probably around. The beginning of March, you will start to see uh, announcements for the 2023 ACB, and it's Brenda Dillon Memorial Walk. It's named after Brenda Dillon, who was Dan Dillon's late wife. Uh, Brenda was pretty, well, just so instrumental in starting the walk uh, in 2009, and she passed away uh, fairly sudden. Um, Anyway. She um, that's so the walk was named in in her honor, her memory. Um, So you will see announcements of of how you can register for the walk, how you can start a team and how your affiliate or committee or whoever can benefit from participating in the walk. Um, So this year, um, once again, the uh, Massachusetts uh, president's team or Patriots team, I guess. Patriots. Yeah, she switched when she wasn't president anymore. Um, anyway, they were the number one team and um, kind of came on at the last minute. But, you know, that doesn't matter. 
um, it, it's all in what happens at the very end. <laughs> um, so we will have a, a actual in-person walk event in Schaumburg. And it's actually going to be partially inside and partially outside. I'm really looking forward to it. Um, I think it's a, a neat route. We already have it mapped out unless the hotel does some major changes till we get back there. Um, yeah. yeah. So, um, but you do not have to be at the convention in person to participate in the walk. So that's, that's the good thing about it. So um, can I talk about the Burl Collie leadership? Please. Okay. I am co-chair of the Burl Collie leadership training uh, Institute committee. And again, that was named after Burl Collie who uh, was very, very instrumental in starting leadership trainings at affiliate levels and at the national level. And so that was named after him. Um, so we actually have a community event at 9 o'clock p.m. Eastern time, the second Thursday of every month. It's a different topic every month. Uh, December is going to be a fun one. It's going to be kind of a laid back you know, sort of fun. And we're going to talk about celebrations and how your affiliate or chapter celebrates. And it doesn't necessarily have to be just holiday events. It can be White Cane Day. It can be if your chapter has been successful in maybe uh, acquiring audible pedestrian signals, you might want to celebrate that uh, advocacy effort. And so, that's kind of what this one's about is is how how yeah. can we celebrate and we're going to talk about in person and virtually um january is going to focus a lot on um how affiliate leaders need to uh use the um AMMS, which is <laughs> ACB Members Management System or something like that. Anyway, um, it's it's going to talk about how affiliates can better use that and what they need to do to, you know, keep it, keep everything up to date and, and all that kind of thing to make sure their members are, are in there and certified to vote and all that kind of thing, uh, which is a very important, it might sound kind of like, you know, kind of boring, but it's, it's very important information that's going to be shared. Um, yeah, you know, I, I attended one of artists' calls. Um, I think it was coming out of the membership committee uh, where they were talking about how much you can actually do. All I've ever done with AMMS, and Leah has handled that for the most part for our affiliate for the last couple of years, is enter, you know, entered our membership right before certification. So we know how much money we need to pay. I did not realize how many functions can actually help you manage your, you know, your affiliate at how much there really is. So that's going to be a great call. Yeah. And unfortunately, we might not be able to cover everything that night. Uh, you know, I don't know, but it might be something that we can have an additional, you know, the, the committee, I think, would be willing to have an additional event, you know, uh, about it, because I think you're right. There, we're, we're not even using that near to its potential. Um, question. Do you have you had trainings on like the specific offices, president, vice president, secretary, treasurer, um, for, you know, for affiliates, I know, including BPI, a lot of affiliates just recently had elections or will be having elections, you know, surrounding convention time and maybe, you know, refresher courses for, you know, incoming officers. Do you have you guys had that? 
uh, we, we have had, I know we've done one for secretaries, uh, but it's been about a year ago. And I am making note of that uh, when we, we meet monthly also. A Friday evening at 6 o'clock p.m. Eastern Time. Can you believe that? But anyway, that's when we meet. <laughs> um, I, I have a very, very dedicated committee. Just about awesome. every every month, just about everybody on the committee is there. So uh, to me, that's a very dedicated committee. And, and we take turns in actually organizing and running the various, you know, trainings, but I will add that to our list. We have an ongoing list of topics, uh, training topics, and I will add officer and you're right. There are quite a few new officers in a lot of affiliates. So I think it's, that might be one of those things that we might be able to do sort of on an annual, you know, basis. We hate to like beat things to death, you know, but, um, I think when you have such a turnover in leadership, I think it is time to do it again. Yeah, and <clears throat> maybe find the archival of the secretary one and just you know refresh people's memories. Hey, sure. we have this this um, resource. Take a look at it, and maybe we'll be having another one soon. Sure. Yeah. Good idea. Yeah. All right. Let's check in with Sheila again. Um, do we have any hands yet? No, sir. All right, then I'm going to put you on the spot. Sheila, you have any questions for these um, wonderful ladies that have joined us? <laughs> oh, no. That's not fair. <laughs> um, I love the idea of the officer training, Donna. I, I have okay. always felt like that was very important. And I even, we have done it on the FCB level. So I definitely think it's a great idea. And the Burrell Collie Institute is an awesome committee. They do a great job. So I just want to send kudos Thank to you. you and your committee because <laughs> you, you do a great job. All right. Well, Sheila, if any hands come up, just uh, you know, you know. feel free to let us know. Okay. And if you're out there listening, um, you know, it doesn't necessarily have to be a question. You can tell Donna and Cheryl how great they are how great MAPS is, how great Burrow how great multicultural affairs, or you can come back in and share some more of what we're thankful for this season or what you're looking forward to with Audio Description Gala and the uh, auction tonight. That's all right. I'm going to put our ladies on the spot. Uh-oh. Are you both planning on listening tonight? I am. Um, yes. Any- yes. You, I don't. You got your proverbial fingers on anything that you want to bet on? Not. Not so much. I, I, you know, you never know, though, because sometimes after you hear the description and you hear it read so uh, eloquently, like by Kim or, you know, or, or Colby or whoever, then it's like, that sounds pretty neat. It's not how I interpreted what that really was, that item really was. So, well, no. Yeah. That's you, Cheryl. <laughs> well, last, I felt like last year we, we did a lot of bidding. Um, so like Donna, nothing particular this year, but I know just by listening, I probably will get sucked into something. So, (laughs) but I'm looking, I'm looking forward to it. I perused the list. Um, Gabriel and I have a few things that are up. We each had one in the appetizer auction. Of course, there's the Sunday edition thing and, and, um, Gabriel had done a life coaching package, um, but then I, you know, they, in fact, Kim, um, Kim previewed it for us when she was on, 
there's a Braille Sense 6 that's uh, in the mix. There is, I saw that. And, and if I didn't already have one, I, right. I you know, I, yeah. I, you'd, you'd bid on it. I, I would. <laughs> yeah. You know, I love my Braille Sense 6. I'm going to put a plug in for it. So if you're listening out there, I love my Braille Sense 6 and think about bidding on it. Mm. You know, I'm thinking to myself, I'm going to have to put my bourbon balls back in for next year. Um, you know, looking at Brian Charleston's cookies and, <laughs> you know, and the fudge items. And, yeah, I'm going to have to put my bourbon balls back in. Wait, are you, wait, did you make, did you make those? I, I did. I handmade them and shipped okay. them. And, you know, honestly, I, I hate to say this, and I know that the, the shipping was donated by a, a lot of wonderful individuals. I, I didn't ask for any shipping costs at the two times that I put them in. Mm -hmm. And it's, it became very expensive. So I said, you know, I'm going to sit this year out. We're traveling again. And, but um, I'm going to miss the, the bidding frenzy on that, on that item. So <laughs> I'll, I'll put it in for the summer and again for the holiday next year. <laughs> I'm, I'm always impressed by the sort of unexpected things that might end up with like a really like uh, excited bidding. And and then there are the predictable ones, like we know Mr. Charlson's cookies will get a lot of uh, bidding and almost any food item will get a yeah, lot of bidding. I, I really want those key lime the uh, popsic popsicles oh. or whatever, oh, but there's no okay. way Jean Mann will get them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she is relentless. Yeah. I, so Jean, I mean, if you're listening, just get ready. <laughs> one of the things I love that prop that popped up during you know the first virtual auction was that folks said you know what if the bidding is this furious I'll I'll offer up a second if if they'll match oh, and it became it became a thing over the last couple of auctions it's right. you know it's it's a real thing people keep saying yeah no no I got another one take six hundred from each of them. <laughs> <laughs> And every dollar counts. And this one, of course, is supporting ACB Media. Great time to shout out the ACB Media team, Rick and Larry and Deb Lewis, who does all of the streaming scheduling and all. I, I couldn't name everyone, but all of the volunteer hours. When David was on, he mentioned that we're over a million um, hours of volunteer. And I, want, I, I have to wonder how much of that chunk is the great great volunteers that we have that make ACB media actually run. Oh, Jeff Bishop too. Jeff Bishop, instrumental. So <laughs> that's my, uh, that's my shout out for my peeps, fellow co-host, uh, fellow show hosts, Paul and Terry and, and some of the other great programming. Um, all right, folks, I need some help here. If you're out there listening, come on in and let's talk to these lovely ladies. and Let's talk about what we're thankful for. And let me think of another topic. Donna. All right. Uh-oh. <laughs> one of the things that's been a, a, a hot topic within the ACB community is, you know, how, and you mentioned it before, how, you, how hard it is to have a statewide fundraiser, how hard it is to, to get together. What are some of the things that you do in Mountain State to, to bring your entire affiliate together? Well, um, so we do have a, a community when, and we've opened it up to the community because we're a small affiliate 
And um, so we've opened it up to the full ACB community. We actually have a community event uh, at seven up time, which is the second Monday of every month at seven o'clock p.m. Eastern time. Therefore, it's seven up time. That's where it came from. Um, and we have, a, again, a different topic every month. Sometimes it's a speaker. Sometimes it's it's just a open conversation. Um, that's one thing we do. Um, unfortunately, we... You know, we we've we had a state convention, and we've had the last three have been virtual. We voted to have the next one in person, and it seems like all the members I've talked to are really looking forward to trying to figure out how to get there. Well, we don't know exactly where it's going to be yet, but um, we have a pretty good idea. Um, so um, it 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 is really hard. In in West Virginia, not only are you dealing with a rural state, you're, you're dealing with sometimes not such good internet um, yeah. service, and so even having things on Zoom can be a challenge, uh, uh, a good bit. <laughs> uh, so it, it has been a little bit hard. Um, one thing, and we hadn't done this until about two or three years ago, we've opened up our board meetings. I, I don't think it was anything that was intentionally, you know, ignored. I, I just think nobody really thought to do it. And I, somewhere I'd heard other, you know, affiliates do. And I said, I think we need to do that. And the board's all like, yes. And so that has actually helped. We we have a few members, you know, come to just about every board meeting. And sometimes if if one doesn't come, then a different one comes. And, you know, so that that has helped a little bit to connect our members. So I don't you know, know if I, that answered anything for you, but. No, it did. And I, I heard, I don't remember if it's North Dakota or South Dakota, but they instituted a phone tree that started because just to make sure everybody was cool during COVID, um, but turned out that, you know, it's working to keep in touch. And one member will call another member who calls another member who calls another member and kind of report back up the chain. And I, I thought that was a really cool idea. That, that is a good idea. Yeah. Anthony, you have a hand. All right. Meryl. Meryl, you can unmute. Hi. Um, yeah. Hi, uh, Sheila. Hi. Uh, Cheryl. Um, first of all, um, and everybody, Donna, I have a question, Cheryl. Um, does the Hispanic Affairs Subcommittee meet um, separately from the Multicultural Affairs Committee, or do you guys meet during the same meeting? Um, no, the Hispanic Affairs Committee meets separately. Oh, um, okay. So uh, Gabe is in mm -hmm. as the head of that. Right, right. Um, mm -hmm. So if if you're interested in getting involved. Yeah, I'm going to, I'll email him. I, I know how to reach him very yeah. well because he <laughs> serves with me on the International right. Relations Committee. Right. So, um, and I also want to thank you for allowing me to do the Spanish one-on-one -on -one call and it's really been successful and I just thank you guys for sponsoring it oh that's Aww. that's fantastic I've had a chance to jump in I've joined you both on zoom and uh in, a, in clubhouse and what a fun course you do a fantastic job thank, thank you, you so and much I, for doing that thank you Cheryl and I like to engage people and make it fun you know for them and that's how I teach best and I'm very patient with people yeah yes 
Yeah. No, I've, I've loved the classes I've been able to attend. So thank I appreciate you. it. Thank you. Mm -hmm. And congratulations on your move too. Oh, thanks. <laughs> you will. Mm -hmm. And you know what, Meryl, I will shout this out. I think it's January. Um, we did a member at the mic, the BOP's, um, the BOP's new pilot program. Uh, we did a member at the mic with Meryl and it was a very interesting conversation. And you talk a little bit about your Spanish um your spanish language class mm -hmm. so look out for that it's meryl in meryl's own words so you'll hear <laughs> her and only her um but it was fun to do wasn't it yes it was i really enjoyed it anthony thank you to the bop and you know cheryl everybody anthony thank you so much that that hasn't um, been posted yet has it no um okay. lucy Edmonds was the first one yeah that, i, I um, listened to lucy's yeah mm -hmm. and, and the you next know one what? should be coming soon Okay. And you know what, Donna, um, right before my Spanish call, I do attend, I will attend the, um, your call, the seven up just for about 15 minutes to check it out, you know, okay. before I do mine. <laughs> so <laughs> thank you. Well, you know, the, mm -hmm. the last month in, in November, our, our hope was West Virginia um, is known for apples and apple mm -hmm. orchards and, and that kind of thing. So our hope was to have somebody who runs an apple orchard speak to us about, um, you know, different kinds of apples and why maybe apples are, are more prominent in different parts of the country and, mm -hmm. uh, you know, like, and what kind of apples are good for pie and so on and so forth well it that never happened so oh. i decided to go snooping around on the internet and you know what i think <laughs> we had a fabulous oh. call oh, um because i found so much information and and everybody on the call was so interactive and you know had information to add to it that you know things that i hadn't talked about or, or didn't even know and um anyway it what could have been maybe not such a, a good event ended up i think really being quite good oh that's so you just never know what we're going to get know. into yeah no mm -hmm. so donna did you still talk about apples we did oh <laughs> um yeah i found this thing on the the internet and i think it was i can't remember the number i think it was 65 different types of apples wow. different kinds of apples wow. and and it gave i mean it was a a huge lengthy it was like a book <laughs> but um it not only talked about the kind of apple but it talked about where it was native to um and it talked about um you know where you'd like it, it divided them into different categories one was apples that you might find in the grocery store another one was apples that you might find only at an orchard and uh, you know it's, anyway it was it was nice. Really That's good. Great. That's great. And I just want to congratulate you guys, Donna and Cheryl, for all your hard work with the MAPS program, with the guides and the explorers and everything. Thank you. You're welcome. Mm -hmm. Thanks. Thank you. Well, one, you know, a fun fact about apples, I just have to throw this in. I learned it years ago. Apples weren't native to the North American co continent. Nope. And yet our national pie is apple pie. <laughs> 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 it was it, it was amazing oh, the number of kinds of apples that were native to you know brazil and australia yeah anthony I, I, got another hand all right lynn i, I saw just... lynn's name on there and i was wondering when she was going to talk well you know i don't want to i i don't like to, to, to talk you know all the time but one of the things that i think that mentoring program is great i've been a mentor before i've mentored within my doctoral program so I know how it is and I'm actually <clears throat> um 
I just think it's great and I really enjoy it. I really enjoy helping other people. It's just one of the things I like to do. So I really appreciate it. I really appreciate people having confidence in me. And I love doing my community calls too. And, you know, it's, it's, you know, we're, we're all, we're all here doing this together. We're all here doing community calls. We're all here, you know, trying to embrace ACB's core vision and mission values and vision. And, you know, to me, when we are doing these things and uh, helping other people and making them better and making ourselves better in the process, because I think it's a, actually it's a give and take process and the mentoring committee is absolutely fantastic. And I think one of the things that I said in the one of the exercises that I, that I did in these uh, Joshua Spodek book is, you know, we have to be authentic. We have to be vulnerable because you can't be a leader without being vulnerable, in my opinion. And you have to be authentic and honest and, and, and trustworthy and trusting too. So, you know, I think there's a lot to being a leader besides just the bare bones of, uh, you know, how, you know, what do you do in this position or that position? You really have to understand yourself. You, you know, like the book says, you have to understand yourself. You have to understand how you react to things. And then you have to go about and be the best person, uh, the best person you can be. That's that's really great. I, I absolutely agree, especially the the vulnerable part. I, I mean, all of it, but I, I think that often we convince ourselves when we, you know, ascend into leadership areas that if if we're vulnerable, it might come across as being, you know, weak. And sometimes the the strongest moments are when you're vulnerable. And when you allow others to be vulnerable and they trust that they can be vulnerable around you, that's that's really a, a sign of a leader. And when you set by example, you know, I mean, I, I figure if I'm going to ask my explorer to do an exercise, I better do it too, you know, or I better attend the yeah. meetings that, that I want her to attend. So that's kind of the way I feel about it. But uh, Cheryl and, and um, Donna, they're just great people. And I love Kenneth too. And Donna Browning, they've just been a great committee to uh, spearhead this committee. And to uh, I know we're going to have a meeting on December 7th. And I think it's, it's going to be great. I think just the camaraderie of the group and getting to know each other and learn from each other, it's, it's fantastic. And so I, I want to... So, and I'm so glad you decided to speak up. No, go ahead, Donna. <laughs> yeah, no, I was just going to thank Lynn for her willingness to be a, a guide and, and for the, all the time that she's putting into it. And, um, you know, we don't get to really publicly thank those guides and explorers for the time that they're putting into the program and helping to make it work. Yeah. Well, well let's I, definitely I, make <laughs> Yeah, go ahead. Anthony, I was going to say, let's definitely make a Sunday edition work um, in the spring so we can do those thank yous, you know, yeah. publicly. <laughs> Appreciate it. Thank you, everybody. <laughs> Absolutely. You know, Cheryl, I should ask you about the twice a week, I believe it's still twice a week, tech calls. Oh, yes. The um, Ask an AT Expert. So that is uh, something that the nonprofit that I used to run uh, was doing. And um, we, with Belinda, so they're still happening, and we anticipate that they'll happen at least till the end of the year. Um, so those happen um, Mondays from 3 to 5, it's Eastern Time, and then Wednesdays from 1 to 3 Eastern Time. And again, if you, if you um, are not 
like if if you didn't register before and you'd like to get the link to participate, just send me an email, cscummings.comcast.net, and um, we will put you on the list. Um, and those are really fun. I mean, in the sense, uh, you know, that I, I'm so impressed by Belinda Collins's knowledge of technology. Yes. Because people call it, and, you know, we, we didn't set any parameters like, oh, you can only ask about iPhones or whatever. People call and ask whatever. Um, and, not you know, Belinda, if she doesn't know the answer, she looks it up. And, and then there are other people on the call, too, who may know the answer. And so they, they can help and they provide the answer. Um, so it's, it's generally uh, very, very helpful. I've always found it very helpful. And I've learned lots of things that I, I've actually used for myself in sort of how to operate Outlook and just the, my computer and things like that. Awesome. Well, it is coming close to the end of the show. So is there any final map stuff or any final thoughts that you want to give us? I just want to say that that it's, I mean, it's, it's, no, I, this is a pilot year. So we're, we're learning and um, we really appreciate the guides and the explorers for being part of the first year. Um, you know, and so we're, we're very excited, as I said, also that ACB has uh, agreed and has committed to making this uh, a program that, that it will use to help identify current and future leaders. Awesome. Well, thank you both for spending some of your Sunday with us. And thank you to everybody who called in, whether it was with announcements or what you're thankful for and what you're looking forward to. Um, I will be back next Sunday with another great show. Um, we'll be talking Mastodon for at least some of the time. Uh, one of the experts that I had had coming so has a conflict. So um, we'll be trying to figure something out for the other hour. But um, we'll be talking Mastodon and, and why it might be a great alternative to Twitter. And maybe why it might not be the greatest alternative. So come with your questions, and if anybody is playing around with Mastodon, please use my Sunday edition AC at Gmail address. Um, I'd love to talk to anyone who is using Mastodon, so please reach out to me. Um, in my the show following that is going to be mental health and Maggie Eggy. So it's mm -hmm. it's we've got a lot in store, and let's see what the winner of Sunday edition auction item what they're going to come up with for one of the holiday shows. Um, I'll be back with you guys next Sunday at 1 p.m. Eastern to brunch and learn. Have a good day, everyone. You've been listening to Sunday Edition on ACB Media. Stream One, that's American Council of the Blind Media, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Episodes drop every week at 1 p.m. on Sundays, and you can email us at Sunday Edition AC, all one word, Sunday Edition with the letters AC at gmail.com. Let's brunch again together next Sunday.